and played tennis whenever he wasn't on call on the weekend. And he either played squash or swam, no matter how tired he was, every night when he finished at the office. The two of them looked like an ad for healthy, attractive, middle-aged people. Happy New Year, sweetheart, he added as he walked over, put an arm around her, and kissed her. What time are they coming? They referred to the two couples who were their favorite companions and best friends. At eight, she said, as she checked the champagne cooling in a silver bucket, and he poured himself a martini. Or at least Robert and Anne will. Pascal and John should be here sometime before midnight. He laughed as he dropped an extra olive in his glass and glanced at Diana. Eric and John Donnelly had gone to Harvard together and been friends ever since. They were as different as night and day. Eric was tall and lean, easygoing, open, and generous of spirit. He loved women, and as he did every day in his practice, he could spend hours talking to them. John was stocky, powerful, irascible, ornery, argued constantly with his wife, and pretended to have a roving eye, although no one had ever actually seen him do anything about it. And in truth, John loved his wife, although he would rather have died than admit it publicly, even among his closest friends. Listening to him and Pascal talk was like hearing a series of rapid-fire explosions. She was as volatile as he was, and eight years younger than Diana. Pascal was French, and had been dancing with the New York City Ballet when John met her. She was twenty-two years old when they met, and twenty-five years later she was as tiny and graceful as she had been then, with big green eyes, dark brown hair, and an incredible figure. She had been teaching ballet for the past ten years in her spare time. There were only two obvious things that were similar about Pascal and John. Neither one was ever punctual, and both had difficult dispositions and loved to argue for hours on end. They had turned the art of bickering into an Olympic sport. The last of Eric and Diana's guests for New Year's Eve were Robert and Ann Smith. They had met the Morrisons thirty years before when Eric delivered Anne's first baby, and their friendship with the Morrisons was born at the same time. Anne and Robert were both attorneys. She was still practicing at sixty-one, and Robert had become a superior court judge. At sixty-three, he had the appropriately solemn looks that went with his position. But his sometimes dour demeanor was a mask for a kind and gentle heart. He loved his wife, his children, and his friends. He was tall and good-looking, and deeply devoted to Anne and their three children. Eric had delivered all three, and had become one of Anne's favorite friends. Robert and Anne had married in law school, and had been together for thirty-eight years. They were the elder statesmen of the group, seemed the most staid mostly because of their jobs. But they were warm and lively among friends, and they had their own style, as the others did as well. They weren't as colorful or as excitable as Pascal and John, or as youthful and stylish in their looks as Eric and Diana. Robert and Anne looked their age, but were young at heart. The six friends were deeply attached to each other, and always had a good time together. They saw a lot of each other, more so than other friends. They had dinner once or twice a month, and had shared their joys and hopes and disappointments over the years, their concerns about their children, and even Pascal's deep grief when she was never able to have children. She had wanted them desperately once she retired from the ballet, but it had never worked out for her, and even the fertility specialists Eric sent her to had been unable to do anything for them. Half a dozen attempts at in vitro and even donor eggs had been fruitless. 
and John had stubbornly refused to even consider adopting. He didn't want someone else's juvenile delinquent. He wanted his own or none at all. So, at forty-seven and sixty, they were childless, and had only each other to rail at, which they both did often, on a variety of subjects, most of the time much to the amusement of the others, who were accustomed to the heated arguments Pascal and John made no attempt to hide and seemed to enjoy. The three couples had charted a sailboat in the Caribbean together once, and rented a house in Long Island several times. They had gone to Europe together more than once, and always enjoyed their joint travels. Despite their very different styles, they were totally compatible and the best of friends. They not only tolerated each other's foibles, but understood each other in important ways. They had shared a lot of history with each other over time. It was fitting that they spend New Year's Eve together, and for the past two decades it had been a tradition.